All right. What's up, guys? It is the 14th of November. It's been about a month. Um, it's good to be back. I hope you have all been well. Uh, yeah, let's uh, start out with a, a meditation, shall we? So, settling into a comfortable position. Sitting in a chair or on the floor, lying down, standing, whatever your flavor is at this particular time. Could even be uh, doing chores or something and just being as, as mindful as you can be while performing those tasks. But the encouragement is to take a moment and pause, close your eyes if you would like to. We're looking for a sort of relaxed attentiveness. A nice balance there. As we're settling in to that, just maybe take a stock of where your body is uh, in terms of sensations or stress today, what you've been carrying with you. Any sort of built in, built, built up tension in muscles, just noticing what's going on. What our heart beats like, what our breath is like. And then choosing to rest our attention on any individual sensation that is coming from our breathing. So it could be the tip of the nose, could be the rise and fall of the chest or the stomach.
wherever it's easiest for you to feel the breath. There's not any right answer. The instruction is very simple, just knowing when the body is breathing in, when we feel the sensations of breathing in, knowing that the body is breathing in, and when we experience the sensations of exhalation, just knowing body is breathing out. If it is at all difficult to sustain the attention on this, um, you can expand or shorten these phrases and repeat them to yourself. Could be as simple as in when you're breathing in and out when you're breathing out or if the mind is very fluttery and distracted at the moment, you can expand this to say the body is currently breathing in, for example. Something to uh, give it something more to chew on. So often our attention is dragged away either uh, forward into planning about the future or fantasizing or backwards into the past into memories, either pleasant or unpleasant. Good times we've had, bad things done to us. All of these that come with the sensation of urgency. 
whereas the breath does not. And so it's with a, a friendly encouragement that we acknowledge when the attention has been pulled away and then willfully direct it back to the breath. Again and again. as an act of practice. Of non-judgmental awareness.
to our minds, the breath is such a boring thing sometimes. It can be difficult to sustain attention on it. Simply just because of how we're wired, not because of any of our intentions. Uh, it's just the system that we are working with. But there is quite a bit to investigate with this simple process. If we take the time to look, see if you can investigate the edges of the sensations. Where does the breath begin? Where does it end? Try to expand your awareness of the breath throughout the body. See in what places you can feel it coming and going. And as we continue bringing the attention back to the breath after it wanders off, you can watch watch what our mind does when we sit with this present time experience. Simply as an observer,
as we continue to bring our attention back to the breath, we can begin to discern the different tones associated with the sensation. or set of sensations could be that it is pleasant or unpleasant or simply neutral Investigating the tones associated with your experience of the breath is the invitation. Noticing what about it is unpleasant, what about it you like, what parts of the breath are just neutral.
this point in time, I'm going to ring the bull and just taking whatever time you need to uh, open your eyes and come back, trying to take care not to shake off any uh, sort of experience you may have cultivated. And just carry that with you as long as it stays. Okay. I'm not entirely sure what to talk about this time. Or that I have a specific topic. And I I wanted to talk a bit about boredom, um, but I also wanted to reflect a bit on um, you know, my, my own Uh, habits and uh, what I've been up to. Um, so last time we spoke, I was about to go on a retreat. Uh, it was a, a very, very fucking cool experience. I'm very grateful. Um, Yeah, that was quite nice. Could probably spend a whole talk just going off about that, but it is what it is. It was it's a good experience. It was uncomfortable and and pleasant and educational and. Um, you know, much more. Uh, and then currently I'm uh, in the, the process of moving back home in about a month I will be leaving Portland and returning to Ogden. I left initially to sort of 
put myself through a, um, recovery, I guess, uh, with sex and love addiction. Um, it was difficult to, uh, sustain any, any sort of, you know, behavioral changes, um, in a town where I had, uh, You know, where I, I had so many connections with people. Um, so it was uh, not something I necessarily wanted to do, but it was an excellent uh, step or which is very helpful and uh, now I am feeling uh, stable enough at this point that I and um, the conditions seem to be right uh, that I can return, um, which will in itself be uh, a whole, you know, lesson, and I'm sure I, I will be uh, taught all sorts of things, uh, and it will continue to show me a lot about myself. Um, so that's where I am currently. Uh, but I've noticed the thing that I don't want to talk about is uh, these um, you know, just observations that I've had with myself that I, I'm still very much uh, you know I, I have uh, many self-centered habits still um, even uh, even without the drug addictions and uh, the sex addictions and any anything like that, um, you know, there's there's uh, almost there's new challenges to face uh, in practicing uh, Buddhism every day. I you know get the Get those desires that I've talked about before of uh, you know, wanting to help people, and wanting to help people turns into uh, you know pushing my advice onto people who aren't looking for it. Um, making the presumption that uh, what worked for me is going to work for everybody, these sorts of things. And uh, it's, it's possibly relatable that, you know, something that starts out as, as just a, a very innocent, um, intention of wanting to help somebody, wanting to, uh, you know, have, have a good interaction with somebody, um, can 
you know, if, if you, if I cling to it and I'm not aware, it can turn into a, I can, you know, still cause some damage. Um, to myself and to other people. Um, So, I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, I, I still very much... Uh, you know, fall into the, the habit of uh, word vomit. Once I get... Um, uh, once I get talking, it's very hard to stop talking. Uh, and yeah, I usually end up saying a lot more than I need to. Um, there, there's a lot that I can learn about myself by just watching what I say and not in the sense of like, oh, don't speak. Um, you know, don't speak ill or or don't swear or whatever, but just observing what I say. Um, like good or bad. Observing like why I bring something up in the first place. Uh, if, you know, if it's to... Uh, talk shit or if it's to get somebody else riled up about something that I'm riled up about. Uh, like why, what is the reason for getting the other person involved? Uh, like what, and, and then what is the result? You know, what is, what do these conditions create? Do I feel better? Do I feel worse? What does it do for them? Uh, just stuff like that. I think uh, at this point with um, my life, I, I just, I really, find the desire to, you know, find people to speak about uh, this stuff with like this, this has really become, a, you know, Buddhist practice and just mindful living has kind of become the uh, center of my uh, of why I get out of bed in the morning. Um, and it's put me in kind of a weird place. So I feel, uh, you know, I have a lot of friends that are very um, much more interested in, in worldly sort of uh, passions. Um, that I have been relating less to. And, you know, and, and they don't relate as much to the things, to stuff like this, I guess. And, and then on the other hand, uh, I have a lot of uh, people that I know that 
are very as like almost on the other end of things like they're very esoteric or they they all uh try to they maintain um interest and attention in the sort of ideal or the the ultimate truths ultimate reality or, or i guess as opposed to uh conventional reality um the conventional world and and i just personally don't feel at home in either of those two extremes and it's, it seems like the more i've practiced this the the less i have of uh yeah it, it just gets harder to connect with people about it um and you know that, that's just me like i uh it's uh just an adjustment um and it's uh, just uncomfortable and I'm aversive to it. I want to be able to talk about this stuff with everybody and uh, <laughs> and that's just uh, not the case. Uh, the reality is that like I, th I think regardless of what your passion is, like most people don't really want to hear all about it, you know, like they might want to hear like a little bit about what you get up to, but everybody on the bus doesn't want to hear uh, about your Bionicle collection. That's a lie. They totally do. <laughs> um, but you know it's, it's especially something like this um, because it's it's not worldly uh, this is not something that society really encourages us to pay attention to and it's not uh, it's not entirely esoteric either it's not something that uh um, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, that that the, the uh, spiritual communities necessarily encourage either. Um, so, yeah, I find myself not really. Uh, having a lot of people to talk to about it. <laughs> um, that's okay. Maybe it'll pass. Speaking of passing, I've noticed that uh, I'm dreading this next month. Um, and You know, just uh, really wanting to get back home and just be on to the next thing. Um, kind of like having a package in the mail, like you don't care beforehand, but once it's actually shipped, you just wanted to get here. Um, it's kind of like that. So I don't know.
But um, I've been trying to watch it and watch my uh, reaction to it, my desire to, you know, distract myself and fill my time up until I gets here and I can just leave. Um, <laughs> noticing like I've already packed up <laughs> a lot of my stuff um, as if that sort of would make the process go faster um, and hindsight it's probably just going to make it worse because now I'm going to spend a month looking at boxes <laughs> um, but but that's that's how our our brain works, right? Where it's like, okay, what can I do now? What can I do right now? I have to do something about this. Uh, so you know, uh, instead of just sitting and being bored. Like I, it's like the last thing I want to do is be bored. I'd rather be in pain than be bored. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe, maybe not that much, but I don't know, possibly like, and I think about like how immediately uh, as soon as I'm hit with the feeling of boredom, like I, I don't even actually want to be, I don't even feel bored because I know when I'm going to feel bored and I preemptively uh, fill my time up with something so that that sensation doesn't occur. Um, you know, even if it's, it's three minutes at work that I'm waiting for uh, something to get done, I will uh, pull out my phone immediately and look up something that takes three minutes. Um, the phones nowadays are really, really, really good at that. Uh, just bite-sized pieces, but yeah. Um, you know, with the talks that I listen to, like, what can I do while I'm doing those things? You know, can I do the dishes and cook a meal while I'm listening to uh, Dharma talk? Uh, and yes, I can, but uh, is it the same? How does it feel? Um, in my experience, it feels like I'm just being distracted and uh, I keep getting lost and sometimes like frustrated uh, or at best, like it, it just doesn't feel, it feels kind of like I, I wasted an hour. Like, you know, oftentimes when I'm bored and I'm distracting myself with my phone or or whatever it is, just I, like reflect later on. Like, what did I even look at? You know, like, I don't know if, if you guys do this, but like, like 10 minutes or so after you use your phone, sometimes I don't even remember using my phone and, and like watching something on Instagram or, or whatever. I have, Pretty much everything is deleted at this point, but Instagram still. Um, but yeah, thinking like, okay, what did I even look at? Like, what was, what was there? You know, um, and it it just seems like a waste at that point, like. I don't know. I so instead I 
I've been trying as, as much as I can to uh, just sit there. And even if my mind is proliferating and uh, you know, planning or remembering or, or whatever it is, like that still kind of feels better than finding something to do, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. This, uh, <clears throat> this uh, next month, I'm just going to try and uh, continue to distract myself less and and watch. I uh, yeah, just watch like what what boredom feels like. I. Uh, like deeply investigate being bored um, and being or being anxious uh, as well, feeling like I need to uh, prepare to move or or prepare for whatever unforeseen events or going to show up when I do move, uh, what people there are going to be happy to see me, what people are not going to be happy to see me, um, what people I'm going to be happy to see and, and less so, uh, what's changed, what is the same, just ev everything. Uh, but yeah, um, just the, the anxiety and boredom, restlessness and uh, torpor. Initially, uh, you know, it was just huge amounts of craving and and hatred uh, <laughs> and you know those those were sort of overwhelming and so it was constantly just dealing with with uh, those feelings but now that and and those still show up but now that it seems to have quieted down uh, there's these you know, uh, these other sensations of restlessness and, and boredom, um, but, uh, you know, I, I think we're probably there before, uh, are louder now, I would say. And, uh, it's more subtle but definitely creates suffering still for myself. And it probably plays into the feelings that I have been experiencing about, uh, you know, feeling self-centered and and whatnot uh, about you know over oversharing, talking too much, not a you know getting uh, distracted when other people are sharing and not being attentive to my loved ones as much as I would like. Um, yeah, things like that probably plays a role.
but that's where I'm at. I also, uh, before I wrap this up, um, would like to share uh, that I, yeah, I think since our, our last meeting, um, I am six months sober at this point. Uh, completely sober. I know that my, my main addictions were uh, process addictions. Um, not you know, not substance addictions, but those were definitely uh, also present. Um, so six months sober feels pretty rad. I've also added to the docket um, a uh, I'm not watching any sort of uh, pornography anymore. Um, that was that was big. Um, kind of pretty interesting. Not really, again, as with everything else, it's not really something I considered until uh, like I, I was just being mindful and I was like, uh, I can go without this. So now that's gone too. And it feels better. Um, so despite, uh, obstacles of narcissism and, uh, boredom, um, you know, being very much present, uh, there's still many, many good things happening that I'm very grateful for. Um, most of all is, is the, uh, you know, ability to connect with people listening to this. Um, and You know, the hope that uh, any of this is relatable um, or that it um, you know, is, is helpful in any sort of way. But, yeah, all in all, still not a bad place to be. Well, I would say that that's about it for now. I won't take up any more of your time. I very much appreciate you uh, stopping by uh, so we could hang out. Um, I will probably have another one before Christmas. Um, but if not, then I, I wish all of you uh, some super fucking rad holidays. Uh, you know, all that fun shit. And yeah, take care. Um, I'd like to offer any sort of uh, merit that was generated from this interaction. Um, outwards in all directions to 
all beings everywhere in the hopes that uh, it creates a positive change on this planet, helps uh, people become free from their suffering as much as they can through their own means. I believe that's it. Goodbye for now.